welcome to my street. My street is located just south of downtown Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and a little south of the campus of LSU. It's a nice street. It is diverse in many ways, ethnically, socioeconomically. We've got people that have lived there for several decades and people who've just moved in. This podcast is an attempt to get to know my neighbors and to hear their stories. I don't know what to expect, but let's do this together. Are they kidding? Were they? Yeah, I wasn't sure. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, good to see you. Thank you for doing this. Good to see you. How are you? Appreciate it. I'm well. Hello, my name is Chris Wartell. I lived on my street for the last year and a half. So I'm originally from New Orleans, but I've been in Lafayette for the last 30 plus years. Um, My career and everything brought me there and my whole family wow. raised my family there and just recently got offered a job um, for LSU uh-huh. so that's what brought me here excellent excellent so grew up in New Orleans until when so when I um, got married I married someone from the Lafayette area got engaged and then moved there so and also went to graduate school um, at UL I just graduated from Tulane uh-huh. met my future husband and um, got a in, well, got into a graduate school in UL for communications, mm-hmm. and then um, the rest is history. <laughs> Very cool. So, in, at, in, when you were in Lafayette, where'd you work, Lafayette? I worked in television. I was a news reporter. And then I was a news anchor. Um, there's two stations: an ABC affiliate and a CBS affiliate. And, and at one point or another, I worked for both. Um, got started at one, got hired away by the other. Then ended up back at the other when they offered me the 6 and 10 anchor spot, which I took, and did that for 20, 20 plus years. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, so you, I mean, you knew when you were going into um, uh, the university that you wanted to do communications. Did you know that you wanted to anchor? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of reporters start out that way, that they love reporting, but they also want to be behind the anchor desk at some point in their career. And um, that was kind of how I felt, too. I enjoyed both. I enjoyed reporting as much as I did anchoring. And in those days, a little bit different now, but in those days, the anchors did do a lot of reporting. Um, the only difference is you got paid more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was always a goal. Right, right, yeah, absolutely. Also in those days, it wasn't a whole lot either. Right, you, you didn't, right. It wasn't like today where they make, you know, just tons of money or anything like that. But So you go back to Lafayette and you walk around town and people know who you are. Yeah, yeah, and I actually still do some reporting for The Advocate. Um, Right before I took the job at LSU, I was uh, doing that full time. I was the society reporter. So I went out and did all the social scene reporting and things like that, mostly because I'd been there for so many years and was so involved in the society stuff and the Mardi Gras stuff and all that. So they needed someone um, full time to do that, which is what I was doing um, before I got the offer at LSU. And so I didn't want to leave. They didn't want me to leave. I didn't want to give any of that up. But um, so we worked something out where I could do this part time on the weekends. So that's what I did. I worked full time here. And then on the weekends, I would either go back to Lafayette or cover a few things here. Um, And I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm an empty nester. My girls are gone and grown and gone now, you know, working and all that. And uh, like, I I would love it. I could just go back and see everybody on the weekends. But um, 
then COVID hit. <laughs> right, right. So I haven't done any society celebrations or parties in a long time. Not many of those happening right yeah, now. Yeah, not going on right now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you're working, what's your position at LSU? What are you doing at LSU? I work for the National Center for Biomedical Research and Anti-Terrorism Training, and I am their okay. public affairs person. Really? Yeah, the communications again? Yeah, completely different um, career <laughs> than what uh, I was How did you do that? How did you get involved in that? Um, well, I've been on the public affairs side and the public spokesperson side once before. Um, during my news media career, I also um, at one point left that for about four or five years to work for the Louisiana State Attorney General here in Baton Rouge, and I was his um, public inf- information director, his spokesperson. Um, and I did that for four or five years, and then he didn't go for re-election, so I was back. And I commuted from Lafayette to Baton Rouge during that time. I did not get to live here. I know. Well, I was married, children, you know. <laughs> Everybody was ensconced, so I got to be the one to commute, and it was during Hurricane Katrina. We were in office when that hit, so I went through all of that, and um, I didn't want to stay in state government after he decided, you know, no more. Um, so I went back into media. Mm-hmm. Uh, so family, your family is, are they nearby? Are they scattered all over the place? One is, I have a daughter who's a senior at LSU Law School. Nice, good. My other daughter is working in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I have um, a mom and brothers in uh, Covington mm-hmm. and Gulfport. It's a pretty little town. Yep. And um, a couple of, well, mostly close friends still in Lafayette. Yeah. Not much, extended family, but not much family. How did you choose this neighborhood when you were moving here? Yeah, so I was, when we, when I first moved here, my daughter was second year LSU, and, and she was in between where she wanted to be ultimately. She had just left a little apartment that she first moved into with another roommate, and she wanted to move in with another roommate, but that wasn't going to be happening until her third year. So she's kind of in limbo, so it worked out perfect for me. I'm like, well, just come with me. So I was looking for a place that was close enough to campus for both of us since we both work there. My office is in Pleasant Hall, so it's right there, right across from the Chimes, and overlooks Tiger Stadium almost. Um, so I wanted that, but she, it was kind of funny because she wanted all the college areas, you know, like really old houses and maybe not much room and you know if it's game day you're stuck there you can't get out (laughs) right right (laughs) i said i'm too old for that i can't live like that anymore i need a neighborhood with grown-ups you know parents (laughs) people like me and so we this was kind of i just was looking around and we almost went to a place that was i mean almost could have been on campus it was in a little neighborhood right off campus um and i just the real estate agent who was helping us told us about this one and I was like, wow, this is so close, but it's so far away from, you know, the noise and the, the difficult part. Plus, it was newer, and I fell in love with this little school, you know, that's on our street and just suited us perfect. So <laughs> Very fun. Have you gotten to know some of the neighbors around? I, I know a couple of them. Um, you know, I haven't gotten to know as many. I met the lady up the street and then my two neighbors to my right and my left. And then one down the block, but really not a whole lot of them, mostly because a lot of people work and I work. And so my schedule is like, you know, no one's really hanging out when I get home and things like that. What's the proud, one of the proudest moments of your career or life or was something that you go, yeah, Well, that's easy. My two children. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. I had two girls. Yeah. Yeah. And they're 16 months apart. 
Oh, wow. So nice. that while he was, you know, crazy in those days, because I always had baby stuff for mm -hmm. many years, um, it was also really, really rewarding and just, yeah. We're getting ready to be empty nesters. You are. What well, do I, I am what, now. What yeah. do I need to? <laughs> what do I need to do? How do I don't need to prepare. Them to move back with you when you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My parents were completely opposite. They're like, you don't want your children to move in with you. I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be perfectly happy if they did. <laughs> People are like, are you serious? <laughs> in fact, I just got back visiting. My younger daughter in New Orleans, um, who bought a canoe for no mm -hmm. reason other than it's COVID and why not? There's nothing else sure, to do. Sure. So she and I, like with her sister's help and her sister's boyfriend, lugged that thing from her house to she lives not too far from uh, Bayou St. John, and we went canoeing all day Sunday. You know, just oh, me so and her. Good. I know it was crazy. It's so, so good. You know, here if you walk the lakes, which is another one of my favorite parts of Baton Rouge, absolutely love that. You'll see the birds. Like they, I was here last year for the pelican migration, yeah, which yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, wow, I never knew about this because I didn't go to LSU. You and watching them circle. Like I know. I, so I cool. saw them fly in above my office, and they were circling all above, and then they landed on the lakes, and the, I was walking the lakes every day or running, whichever yeah. one, and I would see them, and I was like, this is amazing. So if, if there were an, is there an event or season of life that – was so enjoyable that you could go back to it. Can you think of one that you go, you know, that was... So many. <laughs> those were the, yeah. College. Let's do it again, yeah. <laughs> you, oh, yeah, you went to... College you, prepared you me well yeah. for my job as a society reporter. I learned all about parties. <laughs> That's right. No, I really did. <laughs> well, it was New Orleans and Tulane, mm -hmm. so, you know. Oh, yeah. set on that one. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those days, I just, I don't know. I And I also, even though, you know, baby years are hard, mm -hmm. you kind of do mm -hmm. when they grow up. You look back and you go, oh, remember Easter when we dress them up, take them to church and do Easter bunny and all that? You know, you think of things like that. Yeah. I'd, I'd go back to them being, you know, three or four or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there a, an event, time, space that you just go, I really don't want to visit again? That you, you want to visit again? That you would be willing to share? Uh, I mean, I don't think I'd want to go through Hurricane Katrina again. But I've also been, I had to report for the flooding that happened both here in Baton Rouge, and I was a full-time reporter um, for that, and for uh, the one that hit Lafayette. I think the one that hit Lafayette first, and it's a couple of weeks later, Baton Rouge. Same thing, tons of houses underwater. And I remember they put us in a kayak and brought us down the streets where normally there would be cars driving down the street and showing us these people's homes who lost everything, you know. And those are, don't want to revisit that. So when that hurricane was coming toward Lake Charles, it's just, just you have flashbacks, you know. And you're like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I, not only do I not want it to happen to me, I don't want it to happen to anybody else either. But Katrina was truly, that was pretty horrific. So if, if, you, if you could tell your neighbors anything about you, what would you want them to know about you? I mean, I you know, I'm, I'm so used to, and I will say this is probably a pro and a con. Because of what I've done my whole life and career, I'm really used to being surrounded by people mm -hmm. and also approached by people, mm -hmm. which is absolutely fine with me. I'm totally used to it. I love that. Um, that's the pro. You, anyone who sees me is welcome to come up and talk to me and introduce themselves. Now, 
the con is sometimes I don't remember <laughs> because I'm so Because you see so many people, right? Now, you know, hundreds of people when I, what I did. Now's a quieter time, so that's that's better. But the con is also that I don't think to do, I don't think to be the one to go up first. Right. Because I'm so used to it being the other way around. Right. It's not because I think, oh, you should be coming up to me and introducing yourself or anything. It's just after decades of doing what I did, and it's just programmed. It's just it's just how it work. I work, you know. Sure, sure. So I would not think to approach somebody because also, you know, I mean, also I can remember anytime you see a reporter coming, you run the other direction. So <laughs> I also don't want to scare people, you know. That's funny. Now, not that I'm doing that now, you know, it's just I, I'm thinking of that's just in the back yeah. of my mind, you know, just yeah. don't run up and scare somebody, you know. So, <laughs> so anyway, yes, what they should know about me is, A, we're as bad as normal as you can get, I hope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People think mm -hmm. that. And B, um, I really am totally appreciative and fine of meeting anyone, anyone coming up and talking to me, asking for any help for any reason. I'm all good with all of that. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of My Street. We are glad that you joined us and hope that by hearing the stories of neighbors on My Street that you would be encouraged to get to know your neighbors as well. Often, we live in fear of the unknown, but we hope this podcast will encourage us to uh, reach out, get to know our neighbors, because we believe that knowing our neighbors actually can lead to a better world. If you'd like to hear more episodes, then you can search fish food on any of your podcast uh, platforms, be it Spotify, Apple, Podbean, whatever you use. Look for fish food. Um, you can check our website out too, fishfood.me. It is a media group under which we produce um, My Street. Or you can check out patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. If you would like to support us, that would be tremendous. But this is absolutely free, no obligation to support if you'd like to contribute a little bit, it does help us upgrade our equipment and keep this going. Anyway, check us out. Keep listening to episodes. And thank you for joining